0: Welcome to the True Face Podcast. Hey, guys. Welcome. Yeah, we are continuing with our Trust for Today devotional. Yesterday, uh, I was in kind of near Sacramento, and I got to hang out with the staff at Valley Church, and one of the fun things to do was to read them February, uh, the first entry in February, which is Mm kind of the three pillars of why True Face exists.
1: That was our last podcast.
0: Yeah. And so if you go back to our last podcast, you'll be able to listen to what I, and that was actually what reminded me to read that to them and say, if you don't know as much as you'd like to know about True Face, um, the most important thing to know is why we exist. And here it is right here. (laughs) And then also I I was saying to them, just like you who listen to the podcast, if you're not on our Instagram feed, we do the same thing that we kind of did with the devotional, which is to try to take daily truth about grace, which is the gospel, which is God, Jesus, all that, and and then apply it to a life circumstance. And today's devotional is just like that. It's about seasons in life. Um, and yeah, so I was going to read that for you. Seasons. God created the earth with seasons. One follows another like clockwork. Seasons are predictable, inevitable, both comforting and satisfying. Nobody gets to go sledding in a world where it's always spring. Apparently... God created you and me with seasons two. There are not four of them, and they don't repeat exactly throughout our lives, but they definitely move us along. This is deeply encouraging. Nobody would get to know what redemption feels like in a life with only laughter. Plus, it's deeply hopeful to know that we won't always be in our present condition. In other words, this too shall pass. It can be uncomfortable to move from one season to the next, but it is more painful to try to stay in a season from which God is nudging you forward. You don't usually have to figure out why. God is the one who changes the seasons. You just go, you just get to gradually, clumsily, sense it's happening. Then try not to fight it. Acts chapter 14, verse 17.
2: So Acts chapter fourteen seventeen. Yet he did not leave himself without witness, for he did good by giving you rains from heaven and fruitful seasons, satisfying your hearts with food and gladness.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Bruce, you were saying that we really value the idea of looking back at seasons and I think we even have a tool
3: we do it's called the timeline and we have used it with many people and we'd love to use it with you if you're interested the the value of the timeline is that when you look back you take a little time to reflect on the seasons that you've already been through that maybe you didn't realize you had been traveling through because Mm -hmm. These seasons in our lives are not as predictable as the seasons of our winter, you know, spring, fall. And so it's easy to miss them and to miss the point of what God was doing in that season for you. And for others. Yeah. Well, the funny thing about the
0: seasons is it's not necessarily that when you look back, you see that God approved of everything that was happening or everything was great, but he's always doing something redemptive. He's always offering us something for our need. And so when you look back, you can still look at pain. You can still look at whatever and even sometimes reframe like, oh, that was better than I thought it was. But you get this, uh, this kind of this long term view of like, oh, I'm still alive. I wondered if I was going to be. I am, and look what God has done over the course of time. So that's a mm. kind of a cool thing that you get that's to do. Right. That um, I don't think I would have done without being prompted by people like Bruce.
1: Yeah, I think also the more times that you go through different seasons, the more that they're not they're not predictable. But the more that you can see what's probably coming. Like I think about in when I was living in El Paso, it was such a bizarre time of life. But I had some of the sweetest community I've ever had. Hmm. Um, just such good friends, such committed relationships. It was amazing. Um, and then I went to grad school. Are you talking about the
3: animals you work with? Yes. The animals
1: were a great community. Um, and I guess my friends as well. But, Hmm. um, and then I went to grad school and there were no other Christians on my campus and I didn't really see it when I was in El Paso, but once I was at grad school, I felt like, Oh, you, you gave me a season of plenty because Hmm. you knew that a season of scarcity was coming. And so I didn't see it in the, at the time that that's what was happening in the good times. But then later, like you said, I could look back and see that. Um, and I think that's helped going forward. Like last last year um, and until recently, it's been, and I had said it many times, it was a golden season. It was mm. a season where everything was really joyful and good and so many good things and yet i knew from my past and not in a bad way in a way that just made me grateful and aware i said this this too shall pass even the good things this too shall pass and there will be another season ahead and so i will sow right now Mm -hmm. and i will gather and i will enjoy the plenty and i will um just remember this time because i know that Mm -hmm. that hard seasons will come too and then Hard seasons came. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Makes me think of, if you guys listened quite a while ago, uh, Sam talked about this story of the mouse that, well, everyone, all the other mice were working, was looking at the sun and all these things to gather then for the winter. And then he told all these wonderful stories of the sun and the harvest and all these good things. And I think that often when we're in a season of plenty, that's one of the best things we can do is gather because... We know that there will there will come seasons yeah. of scarcity where we will need to be able to draw on those reserves mm-hmm. um, yes. that God's allowed us to to sow.
0: Talk about emotional. You can talk about money. In the Old Testament, there's there's this thing called the Year of Jubilee. Every seven years, all debts got canceled. Basically, your ownership got canceled. And there's a lot of different messages people have given on that. But what it does for me is it reminds me that all. All of our hard work of of storing things up, that will go away at times. And yet God is saying, look what I showed you, that it it comes again. And so seasons, it's not just this and then utter destruction usually. It's seasonal. So there's gold and then
3: there's dirt. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's one of the ironclad promises of Jesus that in this world you will have trouble. Yeah. He has many other beautiful promises to say, hey, you may have trouble, but you will always have me no matter what season you go through.
0: It's a funny thing about most of, at least most of my life and most of the Christians I probably hang out with. Probably as a functional belief, we have believed if I do good for Jesus, bad things won't happen to me. Mm-hmm. And it's really comforting in a strange way, even though you may want to yell at him for Jesus to have said that because he it's a promise. Mm-hmm. it's an absolute promise that in this world we will have trouble. And so mm-hmm. if your behavior metrics is i will I will behave well, I will get good well it's it's another reason to get onto the identity path of trusting Jesus with you because you have need
3: and you will need him. I think too that. This is another reason why we need to stay in community. Sometimes it's hard to do when there's nobody on the campus (laughs) that knows Jesus. But that we should always be searching for community because I know in my life there have been other people who have signaled to me that there was a new season coming. That I was actually in moving into a new season and I didn't see it coming. it wasn't like snow was falling or like, you know, the spring flowers were coming out. I couldn't see it. But in community, people talk to me and say, hey, it's a new season for you. I think
2: another thing with being a part of community is everyone's going to be in different seasons at different times. You can all be in the same season of joy and bliss, or you can be in the same season of suffering and working in it together or in different levels of being good and bad. And I think that's when it's so great, like Sam's story Brit, of that little mouse of reminding us the good, reminding us the joy um, and being able to rejoice in that together when seasons are good. I think oftentimes, too, when I'm in a good season, I'm often sometimes fearful of, okay, when's, when is something bad going to happen? And just re- reminding myself that's also not healthy. That's also not mm-hmm. expecting that just because it's so good right now. Or um, just remembering to enjoy the moment, enjoy the now. And the Lord is giving you this season in this time for a purpose. And this is not something that is surprising to him it may surprise us but he's planned this for this time this moment whether good or bad and just being able to rest in it and sit in it whether it's uncomfortable or good um Brett you you had a post this week of being in the middle and that's easy to do if, when things are good but really hard to do when things are not good um and so just having that mindset
0: yeah You know, the reason we take the time to make those posts, and Brittany does most of that, and she's doing an amazing job, is because we want you to be encouraged in whatever season. We want you to be able to enjoy your joy and also to be able to be encouraged in your fear or anxiety or pain. Um, And across everybody who's listening right now, or not that we're live, so it's really just you, uh, but the other people who do listen oh, there's so much, there's so much going on. And God knows about it all, but sometimes we feel alone. And so we want you not to feel alone in that. And we also say, thank you for seasonally working with us on the podcast, because there's so much going on here, which is awesome, that we don't always get to have the same people on. And so it's fun for us to get to be dynamic with that, seasonal about the voices on here. So we appreciate that you're flexing with us on that.
1: Mm -hmm. I think in this devotional, where it says, in other words, this too shall pass. There's such great comfort in that. I have been realizing that I like for things to stay the same. I don't like change unless I'm initiating it, <laughs> then it's fine. But I don't like when life changes. And so it can sometimes, like Bree was saying, when things are really good, you can get almost fearful in trying to make life stay the same. Yeah. And so when we can know mm-hmm. that this too shall pass, the good and the bad, that That's a promise of life that life will keep marching forward. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that there's great comfort in the good seasons and in the bad seasons that we don't have to try to hold on to this because we know that this won't last Mm -hmm. in both, in both ways.
0: If you've ever seen somebody who's done a craft where they took leaves or they took pine needles or they took any living thing and they put it in like shellac or some kind of thing that will preserve it, it looks alive, but that thing is as dead and suffocated as it could possibly be. And so we do not want to go about the business of shellacking our lives in good Mm -hmm. because it kills us. Mm -hmm. And we are dynamic creatures that God wants to grow and then tear up the soil. And sometimes God's not doing it, but he's still going to use it. Mm -hmm. So when I think of, do I need everything to be beautiful for me to be okay?
3: You might want to think about, well, I could be dead and shellacked on a wall. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I like that you guys emphasize this uh, resting in in Jesus, because that I think is the secret of what of of where contentment comes from. It's not from the next event. That's not where we get our contentment. And you remember, Paul he he said, "I I'm I'm learning how you can be content in both plenty and in want, in a great season and not a great season." But I've learned contentment in all of them because i'm I'm with Jesus and he's my promise he's basically my promise um, so i th- I think uh, if we can if we can look back and reflect on how Jesus was with us through all those seasons good ones and what we would call circumstantially not good ones, I think that it's a powerful tool exercise and mm-hmm. i Where should we, if they are interested in that little tool, it's like three or four pages, where should they?
2: Absolutely. So if you want that um, tool, go ahead and email info at org, and we will make sure to get that to you um, as soon as you send us that email. So if you want that, it's a great tool to use, and we would love to send that to you. Great. So
1: whatever season you guys are in, we just, we pray and pray for ourselves, too, that you would find such rest in your identity that whether your circumstances are good or bad, God is still really good. And it, it's not about who you are, but it's just about maturing in this crazy life. So we hope that that's encouraging to you guys. I know mm-hmm. it's encouraging to us here in the office. So uh, send that email info at true If you'd like to have that timeline and we'll see you guys next week on the true face podcast. See you next, see you next, see next you. week.